0: hey guys and welcome to another episode of self-deaf sundays the podcast i think it's really clear that some of the learnings from this book has really helped bring so it gives you like a high level summary of everything that this guy had figured out the power of their subconscious mind and suggestions I am so excited to have another guest with me today, who is Nad. Yay! (laughs) Welcome Nad.
1: Thank you, thank you. It's good Um, to be on.
0: Yeah, so I we go back, man, don't we? Like we went and to uni together, so that was in 2013, was our first year, right? Yeah. That's how it all began. And so we we did the same degree, and I remember from even from the first year, like we just worked on a lot of projects together and we had a little group that we studied with and we, we made a good team didn't we we used yeah, to get sure. we used to bash out first <laughs> <laughs> all That's the late answer. nights doing like all the coursework and stuff and then even after uni like we I think we grew closer because of our group and we did a lot of traveling and especially now like with the podcast and start Sundays as well like nad and i i remember we actually had like a weekly call where we shared each other's goals and you know Nad, you can talk about you know what your goals are in, in a bit but i remember when i initially told nad about the podcast and he was there like you know just like root in and like tell me tell me to do it and even on our meeting notes like i have things that say, you know, create a logo and all these things. So it's crazy yeah. to think how far we have come in this kind of like side hustle journey. And I feel like, you know, NAD has always been there in my professional uh kind of life when I went through uni and work. And even now, like even though you know we don't work together and we don't see each other as often as we did at uni, we're yeah. always in <laughs> each other's lives, kind of supporting our initiative. So I'm just so excited to have you on here and you know we speak all the time but It'd be great to kind of hear your past and your like you know your goals, and kind of record it as well. So I'm so excited to have you here, Nad. And for maybe for the people that don't know you, do you want to start off with your name, age, and occupation?
1: <laughs> name, age, occupation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my name is Hanad, um, and I'm a senior software consultant. And I'm 25 years old. In a month, not yet, but
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say you're an August baby, <laughs> well, so you're not 25 yet.
1: <laughs> not yet. In a month, we'll get there.
0: Yeah. Since- um, He's a couple of days, he's a couple of days older than me. Um, and yeah, so, you know, I've kind of given a high level overview of, of you and, and where we've met and stuff, but going straight into the podcast, which is all around understanding your ordinary tales and what got you here. If I was to ask you now, like what really drives you as an, individ, an individual, and that could be, you know, in your professional aspect or your personal aspect, like what's the first thing that comes in your mind in terms of what really motivates you?
1: Sure. Um, I I guess from from me personally, it it comes down to what I kind of found out coming into uni before that. I didn't didn't actually know what it was. Um, And it comes down to problem solving. Mm -hmm. And I've always kind of like had a knack for, you know, coming up with solutions and, you know, identifying things, how to make things better, you know, if there's an existing process. And it goes all the way back to when I was a kid, you know, I always used to love building things and, You know, playing sports was like a big part of my life, but I was always in like, you know, those DIY workshops type of things and kind of experimenting with different types of skills that I could potentially use. And then coming to secondary school, that's when it kind of all changed because I was like, okay, I can't really become a carpenter or whatever, because I'm not going to make a good living from it. Mm
2: -hmm. But how can
1: I use that background idea that I've always had of solving problems and that's when I got introduced into technology, and I guess hence why I did a computing degree, logical problem solving, and that's what it comes down to. So yeah, love to solve problems if there is one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's interesting, and I think like obviously when you're younger, like you are faced with obviously you 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 play in the playground and things a bit, but then yeah. I think from a very young age you can kind of tell the ones who are creative and ones who are more like you know like yeah. problem solvers and was that always like within you like that problem solving thing or did it kind of get heightened as older you got?
1: I mean there was a point in my life where I didn't even know what I was going to do like I wanted to do so many different things like oh, I wanted to be a pilot I wanted to like I don't know start business I wanted like all of these different things and I guess that's when things like you know your peers and your parents and your teachers come in kind of to guide you Um, and for me it was I guess my ICT teacher in secondary school like I didn't know what I was going to do at uni like I studied applied business and ICT and different sort of modules within those but I wanted to kind of like get to a point in my life where I could leverage both aspects because I guess business is a big part for my family I guess you know having family run businesses etc cetera and obviously IT and computing and technology, which I love. Mm -hmm. And that's when, I guess, we met on our course in computing where it kind of gave us a bit of both worlds where you can kind of understand, you know, how technology works and how it's applied in real life. Mm -hmm. Um, But in terms of having, you know, that general instinct for, you know, this problem solving and being creative, I guess guess it's always been there, but it just hadn't been brought to life, Mm (laughs) I
0: guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, problem solving is obviously a huge thing in our degree, right? That's the whole. No. I Maybe mean, had we had those nights where <laughs> <laughs> the phone didn't run because of a missing semicolon. <laughs> like we've had a lot of those days, but you know, that's a very like problem solving in a in a professional kind of setting. But would you say that you are a problem solver in your in your personal life as well, and with other things that you do, you know, beyond just um, your career
1: just beyond career um i guess into some aspect growing up with five sisters there's a lot of problems (laughs) need to be (laughs) solved so there's that
0: all all, all the women in your life (laughs) that's that's a whole another topic
1: (laughs) topic. let's not get exposed on a podcast
0: let's not let's not do that (laughs) so you've got five Um, sisters right and they're all younger
1: um, I got an older sister, um, who's now a nurse, and two others who just finished uni as well.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: there's two younger than those two. And I guess for me, like the kind of role I had to play in their life is not just, you know, be like a brotherly figure, but to some aspect, um, a fatherly figure when, you know, our dad wasn't around, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of went beyond just your everyday responsibilities like yeah, I had to be there, but also kind of make an effort to support them and kind of guide them. And because, you know, we've been through that journey of, you know, picking a career path and understanding where we want to go in life. There is, I guess you can see it more in today's world. That there's so much pressure on the younger generations of what they want to do with their mm. lives. And you kind know, of tell them that it's OK if you haven't figured it out yet, because mm. me, myself, I haven't figured it out you know i don't know where i'm going in life but i have an idea of where i want to be yeah. but how to get there it's a different question so yeah
0: i think no one knows right it, it is uh, one of those things that isn't on paper and it, it's not like once you've made it like people might look at you and they think oh you know he's got a computing degree he's got a solid job you've made it but in reality you you're only no. getting started right so i think it's just yeah. removing the perception around what making it is and um, yeah. i think to your point around problem solving and being there for your sisters like Problem solving can mean a lot of things, right? If your phone's not working, or if you need to yeah. call up the utilities guys, that's problem solving as well. And yeah. realistically, we're going to be faced with problems throughout our lives, whether yeah. it will be you know fixing something or, or or calling someone up. So it's interesting how you said that you know problem solving is your key driver. And I've mentioned this on other podcasts. Every single person says a different thing because yeah. it really helps you get to know them on what really drives them Uh, and from a professional point of view yes because you work in tech right and that's a huge (laughs) kind of um trait needed there but it seems like even from a personal point of view like you've always had to have that um to kind of what you touched on about being there for your family for sure Mm.
1: and of course to look at it from the wider picture essentially i I come from somalia which is you know a, a country that was like torn by civil war in the early 1900s not 1900 in the 90s Definitely. and you know being from that sort of generation where you know you immigrate to a new country starting a new life and kind of having new responsibilities that maybe your parents didn't or having opportunities that your parents didn't which was a, again a key driver mm. you know my mom was like in the middle of college going to you know union all this stuff and then the war broke out so for her, it was more like, I've got to do my best to make sure that my kids get whatever that I couldn't achieve. Right.
2: Mm. And
1: that again, you know, it it just, it's in the back of your head and you think, well, you know, what can I do to help the people, you know, from back home and how can I make an impact? Of course, we're not there yet to make huge changes in a whole country, for example, but it's, always something that i kind of think about like you know one day i want to utilize my skills and you know go back home and actually be effective to society there
0: Mm, exactly and i think this is a topic that we've touched on quite a lot in other podcasts where coming from a third world country you know you could see what our parents had or they didn't have right so obviously coming to the uk rather than wasting that opportunity why not utilize it and In a way, no matter how far you get in life, or how far we will get in life, I think the underlying kind of um, where we came from is always going to humble us, and it's always (laughs) going to, you know, it will will keep you like in the ground kind of thing. And you're right. Like, what can you do with your skill set? Like, and I think this once again links back to your problem solving point of view. Like, if you look at problems, obviously there's a lot of problems to solve here in the UK, but if we look at where we're from when that's never going to change like we look different and when we think about problem solving our own home countries have a lot of problems to solve right so it's like to your point it's like you might not fix the whole country with a click of a button but what can you do today to um, educate the people back home and I know this is something we can maybe touch on in the future uh, later on because I don't want to you know take away some of your goals you've talked about with me um but I think it's interesting how looking back at the sacrifices our parents have made or you know your mum had made um and how can we utilize it and not and it's all about not letting it go to waste and that's exactly what you're doing is yes you were probably lost when you didn't know what you were going to do I mean we all felt like that but I think the older you get you gain better clarity around what you're good at what you're not good at and what that longer term goal is and what can you do today to work towards that longer term goal right for sure
1: and talking about you know working towards longer term goals one big thing has been you know learning from others I guess you know when you're younger you you look at somebody telling you not to do something you're like oh why is this guy or this you know girl got something against me and you kind of realize well this person is you know could have been through it and you know when people say oh listen to your elders I used to laugh at that but like now I feel like no matter where you go if you listen to someone who has experience and if they're older than you or not they can add value to your life you know if somebody falls in a pit and they tell you I fell in this pit because of this this and this instead of you know falling in the pit yourself you can learn from their mistakes or have a different perspective on what you're going through. So definitely, you know, looking at, you know, maybe it may be, you know, finding a mentor if it's, you know, from a professional point of view, um, even like for if you go to like fitness, you know, you got personal trainers, there'll always be someone in that field, whether it's life, business, leisure, whatever it may be, someone is there to guide you. So make the most of it. And if you've got friends who are capable of doing such things, then definitely listen to them and Mm. take their opinion.
0: Mm, Definitely. Yeah, I think it all goes down to learning from the people who've done it already and yep. you're right like when we're younger like we think that oh what do they know or like here they go again especially like even yeah. older siblings or you know older pet like you know when your mom and dad used to be like oh it's like but yeah but i live in the moment but I think as we get older we see a lot of sense in what they yeah. spoke about and yeah. it all goes down to good intent the people mm-hmm. that truly mean well for you like our you know our mum or our friends like they will say things for your best interest so i think it's yeah. up to you to decide what kind of advice you want to take on board and also what you're going to learn from it because yeah you're right like there ha- there are people who've gone through what you're going through at the moment and they've come yeah. out of it stronger and the more you can learn from their mistakes the less yeah. mistakes you'll hopefully make and as a result you can be a bit more effective individual or a businessman um and at the end of the day, it's only going to benefit you right for
2: sure mm, exactly very.
0: and i think yeah that gives like us like a very good insight into you know who you are and some of your thinking and these are the kind of things we talk about all the time anyway right so yeah. you know nothing shocks me there <laughs> but um i think kind of moving on to the next question which is all around like an experience or an event in your life so um Is there like one event or one experience or a project or something that you did that happened in your life that really shaped you to be today? So when you think about it, it's like, oh, if I hadn't gone through that, I wouldn't be the way I am. So I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of things that pop in your mind. But what's the first thing that pops in your mind when I, you know, when I ask you that question?
1: Sure. Um, I guess... I don't remember the specific time or what actually or what incident it was, but there was a point in my life where I was very, you know, r- looking at risk more than, you know, the reward side of things. And I wouldn't want to like jump into things and I'll, you know, overanalyze it. But what if this happens? What if that happens? And I, I guess it was some point during uni where I was like, you know what, just say yes and mm-hmm. just do it. And that kind of mentality changed everything, you know, moving away like i lived in bristol for you know 10 years you know did did my high school here college even uni i never like lived away from home so you know it may not seem like a big deal but moving away from home for example where no one in my immediate family had done that that was like a big deal for me you know going Mm. abroad traveling you know far far away where no one in my family has been either Mm. um all those things kind of like amounted to me you know Doing new things, exploring new opportunities, meeting new people, more importantly, um, and you know, you meet so many people along the way that you think, Oh damn, if I didn't do that minor thing, my life wouldn't be here today, like whatever it may have been. And mm-hmm. I can- it's kinda of shaped my future to kinda of like be this person who's like, Yes, I'll do it and then figure out a way to do it afterwards rather than over analysing it before I do it.
0: Yeah, that's true, right? Because I think when you go on to do new things, like there's always the fear in the back of your head that says yeah. like, Are you even capable or are you worthy enough or are you good enough? But yeah. I think what you said here is like letting putting that fear down and taking those risks anyway and doing things your family should haven't, right? So Yeah even going traveling like maybe that's not something that was you know in your family from a young age and that's the same with me like like holidays like you know obviously like English people are holidays like they've been doing it since they were younger but for us it's a new thing so I think even discovering it is like we're doing it for the first time and you're right that we're doing things our parents or even our our grandparents parents have never done and I think this once again goes back to your curiosity for doing things and and linking it back to problem solving right would you say that that is where it kind of stems from
1: potentially yeah i mean everything that you see and do around the world especially like we went to thailand and we went to like this you know i I remember when we went to chiang mai and went to like the (laughs) jungle and all this stuff and seeing how people live and like their outlook on life is so different from (laughs) living in the city in london for example (laughs) It puts it into perspective, like, shit, people have different goals in life and different means of living. And China, like, especially in London, such a multicultural, diverse city, having so many people from different parts of the world mm. actually able to travel to where they come from and see, you know, oh, this person's from this part of the world, lives like this. In a business setting, that's quite powerful because you can, you know, Network. even if it's a talk, yeah, exactly. It, it makes such a big difference. Mm. And also trying to understand what drives people and how people you know handle situations it all relates back to you know where they come from some way or another mm. so i think
0: it just provides like a better view of the world and yeah. also like a more like holistic view because if you had stayed in bristol all your life yeah, maybe like
2: maybe
0: you would be in that bubble you maybe you would have never met the people that i mean i'm sure you would have never met the people that you would did right yeah. and as a result your view of the world would be very narrow Yeah. For but sure. because you stepped out that bubble and you pushed yourself, and I'm sure it was uncomfortable in the beginning, I'm sure it was hard, but you did anyway. And look at all the benefits now, right? And I think it gave you that, to your point, especially in the business setting, like the whole world of business is revolved around reading other people and, you know, understanding their point of view. And that's how you like negotiate or sell solutions or services. So I think that definitely helped you in your business kind of professional life as well. And when you said Chiang Mai, the first thing I think about was when you were like scared of the dogs. Because <laughs> basically, <laughs> I have to out you here, man. I can't, I can't okay. let it out. But basically, Nad's scared of dogs.
2: <laughs> when he said
0: the Chiang Mai jungle, the first thing I think about was it was this dog, like a stray dog. just minding its own business. and <laughs> didn't have rabies.
2: Like, no, not... it didn't have
0: rabies. It didn't have rabies. It was just an innocent Never know. minding its own business. And Nad, like the way he ran... <laughs> <laughs> Big guy like mad, yeah? He was running, he was running. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, I survived civil war, I'm not gonna die because of a dog, you know. I'm not-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine surviving all that to get killed by a dog. Die by a dog. And there was, it was that same time when you got uh, thrown like those ants at your face.
1: Yeah, that was another thing where Kane thought it was a good idea to for a leaf like with, like a hundred ants on me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know why you are always the, the victim. I'm
1: always like the victim of these things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all love, bro. It's all love, yeah. and every time we—I mean, our group is like filled with just roasting each other all the time, and that's how our family, our friendship has been evolved, and that's what keeps us together. And Nan's always the key. He's the chairman, he, CEO <laughs> <laughs> of Getting Roasted. For sure. um, but yeah, so I think, sorry, just a little detour. But yeah, <laughs> going back to Chiang Mai, that's what I remember. And I think, I, I guess going back to the question again, which is all around, you know, that one event, like you didn't pinpoint any event, but is there that one time where you remembered um, that feeling coming along or where you were scared of doing something, but you did anyway? Yeah. Is there anything that, you know, you can yeah. think
1: of? um i I guess quitting my first like proper job after graduating Mm. um, that was not an easy decision because it was it was was a good job you know the people were good Mm. and it was in this professional setting but you know it it didn't kind of give me any like purpose in life it was like you know i'm doing a job for the sake of doing it and you know to get paid and yeah you get paid all right and that wasn't the problem the problem was there's always that need for wanting more but Mm. not knowing what it is is what was killing me so I was like I'm gonna take this huge risk and just you know in my letter of resignation I had a small plan of what I wanted to do um but obviously that didn't bear fruitful and Mm. I just you know I just took a gamble I, I quit with no plans and you know friends and family were saying you know this is crazy why would you do that and I was like well we'll see how it goes and Looking back on it, it's probably, you know, one of the best decisions I've made because it's kind of given me the opportunity to um, contract and, you know, do freelance work, which kind of keeps the bills, you know, pays the bills, but also start to, you know, explore new opportunities of what I actually wanted to do, which was Mm -hmm. going back to earlier, finding the sweet spot between technology and business and, you know, coming up with ways of, you know, making people's lives better. You know, because I saw this the other day, it was like, you know, there's two ways that you could, you know, sell a product or solution, you know, you can go with the vitamin approach or the painkiller approach, you know, vitamins are, you know, not essential, like you can get them from your food, you, you mm. buy vitamins, as you know, a measure of, you know, keeping your good health, but painkillers, you know, you, you need it, you know, you're, you're in pain, you, you want to resolve mm. this issue right away. And it's an immediate solution and you know kind of looking at those two things i was like okay well you can provide services that people may need or may not want but coming up with a a way where you can use technology to resolve problems immediately has Mm -hmm. kind of like been the pain you know main focus for me now
0: Mm, that's so interesting on what you said around i mean when i asked that question i was hoping you'd say that because i guess a lot of people our age have said this and i think i told you this is like they have been saying oh, I want to do my own thing but they don't take that leap and that's exactly what you've done not knowing what it what it's going to be out there but taking that jump anyway yeah and I guess this once again goes back to how the fact that you were comfortable with where you were and I loved what you said where you were like you were wanting more but knowing knowing not knowing what that want actually is and yeah. I think once you get caught up in the corporate world and you know chasing and climbing the corporate ladder it's constant chase of that next thing and the next thing and Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yes you're making more money but are you truly happy Mm. um and I think I read this quote somewhere which is like very interesting that said like it's kind of like you're homesick for a place that doesn't exist (laughs) which is like mad to think about isn't it because it's like you're constantly like wanting more but not knowing what that is
2: um
0: and I had a chat with someone this morning as well and she was saying she was reading a book called pseudo work which is a Danish book and the book actually I don't know if I don't know if you heard about it but um the book actually started questioning the jobs and the corporations and whether the work that you're doing is actually adding value so obviously you have the HR team and all these different teams is that are those people actually adding value I'm not mm. calling out that just the HR guys, but just any job in <laughs> general. Like, yeah. there was a stat as well that said, like, you know, they, like even executives, like when they look back at their career and ask what impact they've made, made they, they don't they can't say anything, and it just really puts into perspective, like, are we doing the job that we're doing just for the sake of it, or are we actually impacting lives? And I think more and more mm. people are starting to question this structure and corporation of how things have always been done. Um, and going back to your idea around problem solving as well the reason that you made that jump is because you wanted to create those solutions quickly where people needed the most and I think that's what you're doing now and and that's how like you're creating this new venture we can touch on in in, in a bit but you you did mention that you know I have no regrets right of of doing it Um, so have you got any kind of advice or thoughts for people who might be in that same mind where they've got a cushy little corporate job and they might yeah. be happy where they are. But I guess you did touch on this idea that you wanted that deeper happiness in a way, right? Yeah. Deeper satisfaction. Was that the reason? Um, and also like any advice for people who might be going through something similar that you went, you, you went through not, not, not long ago, right?
1: Yeah. I think this was back in, 2018, August, just after my birthday. Um, For people kind of like in the position, I mean, there's two types of people. There's people who are, you know, in a position where they can't afford to make those types of sacrifices. You know, say if you're in your 30s or 40s and you got a mortgage and you got kids and you've got this idea of a business venture or whatever you want to start and you can't afford to kind of like quit your day job because it will have an impact on your actual life. Um, you need to do an evaluation from my point of view would be, you know, you, you work in you know nine to five, whatever it may be, but you still got all these hours outside of work.
2: You mm-hmm. know, even,
1: you know, kids go to sleep, you know, after 9 p.m., 8, you know, 10 p.m. If you spend, you know, a couple of hours a day working on this to the point where, you know, it bears fruit for and you're making money from it, then you can make the decision to say, you know what? I'm making a decent income from this. It's not as much as I was doing before, but at least it's keeping me and my family afloat. If you're mm. in that position, then definitely analyze the situation, look at the risk versus reward and look at the time you're spending outside of work hours because me personally I was guilty of that. Like I was mm. like, Yeah, I want to do all these things, come home from work, first thing I do, you know, FIFA or Netflix or It's hang always sunny.
0: Put, put it's always sunny on. <laughs>
1: Exactly, always fun in Philadelphia, I love that show. Um, So that's one aspect, you know, if you're in a position where you can't make that leap because other people are dependent on you, definitely just don't quit for the sake Mm. of quitting. I know a lot of people say, yeah, chase your dream, quit. Don't do it. It's not the best decision to do if you're on the other hand where you know you don't have that many you know people depending on you and you haven't got as many responsibilities and you want to be in a position where you can save up enough to at least survive for the next three to six months I'd say and then analyze how am I gonna you know go about this how am I going to tackle this problem of quitting my day job to moving on to my new sort of thing that I want to do and if it's come to money you have to make sacrifices you got to move back home if you can you know do that live with your parents live with your family live with friends mm. whoever you can you know you have to look at things in your life that are essential things that you can cut out you know and that's the reality of it can you afford to go party in every weekend if you want to start this new venture probably mm. not and it's just looking at things that are essential and cutting out the rest of it And that's Mm. quite important. And, yeah, everybody makes sacrifices, but you have to look at the long-term goal versus the immediate happiness. Like, yeah, you're partying with your friends right now, but in five, ten years' time, you know, had you started this, your life would be completely different.
0: I think that's
1: true. Yeah, for sure.
0: I think that's a very practical advice. It's all about, like, taking a step back and looking at what you prioritise. Because to your point, if you've got a family to look after, then quitting the job next day might not be the smartest approach because other people are dependent on you and you know basic needs right like having a roof over your head or putting getting yeah. food on the table but I think we're lucky in the sense that we're young right we, we don't have that family or there's responsibilities to look after I, I mean unless you've got houses and, and puppies and stuff but you don't have that I mean definitely not dogs with you I don't think you can get a puppy anytime soon <laughs> with your behavior <laughs> but I think it's all around prioritizing what is effective and and looking at the risks and what the benefit is and yeah if in order to get long-term happiness and success there are risks and there are sacrifices you have to make today right but it's willing to sacrifice maybe a couple hours today to work on your side hustle or your business venture yeah. which for a fact your future self will help thank you so i think it's all around perspective and the advice that you gave around you know really looking at what's important and minimizing those time and money that you spend on short-term highs. i mean it's it's not saying like be a miserable person and don't go out because you know getting lit's fun you know (laughs) like not gonna lie (laughs) getting lit every now and again is fun but i think it's also doing it in moderation yeah
1: um
0: which makes which makes sense so yeah i think that's a very kind of practical tip
1: Hundred percent. I mean, you can either make excuses for why you're not where you want to be, or you can actually start doing it. Mm. And a, a lot of people, when when they're in a position where they get comfortable, they, you know, stop growing in one way or another. Like if you're in a cushy job and everything's sweet, and you know you got your friends and family around you, and you're not motivated to go any further than that, and if you're generally happy in that position, then you know everyone's different. Like some people are happy living their life. Fair enough, like you should do what makes you happy at the end of the day. You shouldn't just, you know, go on this, you know.
0: Everyone else is doing
1: it, right? Exactly. This whole Silicon Valley lifestyle of starting a business overnight, making, you know, billions and then, you know, changing the world. Like, No, it's not reality. It doesn't mm. really work that way. If you mm. want to climb the corporate ladder and you want to be like a director of what company you're working at, then go for it. That's mm. your ambition. If you want to you know, go the other route and build your own company and be the director of that, then go for it. But there's risk involved in both and it mm. depends on your situation at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, and I think once what you said around it, it's all down to the individual is what makes sense because going back to your story and your ordinary tales, like, it seemed like you always had that entrepreneurial spirit around problem solving and going out your bubble and doing things,
2: Yeah.
0: just taking that leap. And it seems like even if that wasn't, how you were always uh, that's not how you were born as you were going for uni and stuff that's when you started realizing right and take these risks especially the job quitting thing as well like i remember when you told us we're like this guy's lost his head like you know (laughs) like you're you're only starting and you're already quitting like what's the deal but i think now i understand like the long haul game that you're playing and if not now when right because i mean there's no timeline on when you can start your company but now seems like the prime time and i think that's a very good segue into the second half of the podcast, which is all around the extraordinary dreams part, which is all around your future and what kind of, <laughs> you know, things you want to achieve. And um, I'm excited to kind of hear that as well. And I think to talk about, you know, your future, I'm going to ask you this one question and we can kind of take from, you know, there. But my question to you, Nad, is what do you want your legacy to be?
1: My legacy? Yeah. No, If I'm honest, um, I, I guess leaving, you mean like an impact that you leave on the world from that point of view?
0: Yeah, that's legacy.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Funny>. <laughs> Sorry for the sass.
1: Um,
0: if, you, if you need some time, yeah, you can take some yeah, time. <laughs> I,
1: just, I, I need some time to think about it. No, um, I, I guess for me it would be... I guess everyone has their role models, and they differ from whatever you know field you're in and what you do in your life, and so on. Um, but being able to be a person that I, I guess most importantly, m- my youngest siblings can look up to is one, and two, mm-hmm. making an impact in the world where you know, especially back home, being able to make you know substantial change where people who don't have the opportunities that we have here like we experienced this lifestyle over here you know you know going to uni you yeah. know being able to find part-time jobs having you know pocket money etc um, and that sense of freedom giving that back to the people back home i guess is one big thing i want to. do um yeah. how long that's going to take or how it will start or what it will look like i don't know but that's definitely you know you know because if, if i turn around and said oh yeah can, can you pick out one somalian you know Entrepreneur who is, you know, kind of like making big changes in Somalia, you wouldn't be able to directly. Yeah, there are individuals out there who are from Somalia who do these things, mm-hmm. and they're all in their very, you know, niche, you know, sectors. Um, but in terms of role models, you know, you can pick out any country and you could be like, oh, this person's got that, that, mm-hmm. you know, we don't really have that. We've got mm-hmm. singers, great athletes, and so on, but people who can make influential changes in the world. I don't think we have that type of representation yet yet, yet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. um yeah. yeah that is one thing i definitely want to leave behind
0: yeah definitely yeah. and i think i mean we've spoken about this as well like in terms of you know you're going back and kind of helping support to build that economy and it's clear that there's that mm-hmm. missing puzzle in a way and yeah. for other people to look up to right and I guess you growing up, you didn't have that one person like, you know, I want to be like Elon Musk or I want to be like this person. Like, I guess you don't, we don't have that, right? And and once again, this might be go back to um, maybe a lot of people not having that opportunity to actually go out and achieve their dreams and do things like self-development. And I think I had a chat with someone the other day and we were talking about how we're so lucky that we're in this country where we can have time to self-develop because if i if you look at our grandparents and you know our ancestors, all they cared about was having food on the table and survival right
2: mm.
0: we've kind of already got that, and the next phase is self development and doing these things that they had never got the chance to, so it's like up to us to kind of carry on their legacy because everything that they've done so far is hopefully for that their offsprings or their offsprings can go back and give back to these kind of countries, so I think yeah. I definitely see you doing that and I guess going back to the substantial change side of things yeah. I don't know how much you can say now but I know that you're working on something special um in terms of like your own you know venture but yeah I, I think I, I kind of answered it for you but like you know how do you plan on actually bringing that change about in terms of what you're doing at the moment
1: for sure um in terms of bringing about changes like as I said earlier, we live in a digital age technology is a big factor of If not everybody's lives today
2: Mm. and
1: you know the world is very connected and i I think you know somalia being on the east coast of africa it's a very kind of central hub between that part of africa the indian ocean the middle east etc but if you look at the you know gdp for the country it's nowhere near what you know you would imagine (laughs) it to be you Mm. know it's one of the poorest countries in the world Mm. and being able to leverage i guess my my knowledge and experience and somewhat what i understand of how technology can make lives better um it would number one infrastructure would be a big part i would look into mm. um so definitely getting somewhere connected to the rest of the world mm. in a better way um and not that we don't have a decent infrastructure it's just it's not at the level it should be you know here in the uk you know we're talking about implementing 5g and so on and it's already begun and is it minus 1g there (laughs) because it's still like 3g networks you still got land connections etc but in terms of you know bringing a better digital infrastructure, you know, looking at banking side of things and kind of like getting up to speed and just enabling people to do what they wanted to do, like mm-hmm. trade, for example, you know, creating those pathways, it all comes down to the infrastructure that you have in place from, you know, the economy point of view, education, healthcare, all of it is dependent on a digital infrastructure. And yeah. that's the kind of like problem I would be looking to solve in the future. Yeah. Um, Definitely, but that's the way to go for sure.
0: Yeah, and I, yeah and I think that's um, linked to your degree, right? Because I know we had some modules around computer networks and operating systems and all these kind of things. And yeah. going back to, I guess, helping a country could come in different levels, right? You can go in and do quick fixes, like being on the ground and helping bring water and stuff. But I think in terms of that long-term evolution mm-hmm. and development, like I think mm-hmm. it's those. I mean, every single industry is equally important, but where we are now, I mean, the way the world is moving, I think IT is probably one of the biggest things to enable people in the country to access knowledge, right? We can click a button and find out anything we want through Google, and it's crazy to think, you know, some countries don't have the basic needs, and I think infrastructure is definitely, you know, just like when you build a house, the infrastructure is the most important thing, like what kind of um, pillars are you using or what kind of foundation foundation and books are using? And I think the bit that you're working on, which you'll eventually work on in the future as well. I think that's definitely the right kind of way to go about doing that. Yeah. So I was, yeah, I was just going to add as well. I know that to you going back to your point around, you know, making that jump in terms of um, quitting your job, like you had a vision, right? You had something that you Mm -hmm. want to do that you want to own and kind of, take control of your life in a way um so what is that nad (laughs) i'm trying to i'm trying to act as if i don't know (laughs) tell me more
1: essentially it's it's an idea that i had of well it started of being creating a digital agency which was named koala tech Mm, um and you know Kind of understanding the basic needs of you know young entrepreneurs uh, around the world and kind of like capturing their ideas and bringing their products to life Mm. so essentially Qualitech is a you know a software development company that builds mobile applications and websites and other you know bespoke applications that you may use um, in a business setting um, and yeah, and there's various aspects to it. Consulting is another aspect. You know, you know, if someone comes along and says, oh, I have an idea of building this e-commerce website, but I don't know where to start. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be the building of the e-commerce website, but kind of exploring the best options for this particular uh, mm. business or person's needs. And eventually, which will be down the line, is creating this community, which will be Qualitech Hub, of, you know, individual freelancers, startup businesses, investors, and kind of marry them all up together to, you know, share knowledge, collaborate and, you know, make the, you know, bring in a product to market much quicker. Because right Mm. now, you know, you could build the greatest app in the world, but if no one is willing to invest into into it and, you know, get it off the ground for you, it's going to take a lot longer. So kind of like speeding that process up.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's so exciting and you founded it, right? yeah yeah you're you, you trying to be humble mate just say it, just say it like own it own it we, sit with your chest. We're getting, but, huh?
1: yeah we're getting there yeah 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 it's
0: and that's so exciting because I remember when you had this vision and what I said in the start of the podcast where I was like yeah like we have those weekly catch-ups like this is what yeah. we talk about now talks about quality I talk about social Sundays and we had a very good like accountability kind of you know meetings yeah. where we talk to each other about our goals and things we want to achieve and I think it's very important as well to kind of surround yourself with people with those big visions. Cause if we look at our lives, like we are ordinary people, right? We went to uni and we're doing our thing and uh, the goals that you said might yeah. seem so, you know, far out of reach to some people. And I think that depends on who is listening to those goals and mm-hmm. how, how they look at these things. Um, but the way I look at it, I, am. Um, I, I can guarantee you that you'll go out and do those things and achieve everything that you said. And the, the best yeah. part is, you know, we're only getting started and me like Nad Six, we have a little group chat um, mm. where we talk about this, right? Our life, what it's going to be like in the future and how we're going to be um, sitting in those mansions in Phuket, like the one that we went to in Thailand. And that's all we'll be taking our meetings and we're speaking it into existence. And rather than just speaking it, we're putting in that work as well. And, It's so exciting to kind of see the growth of your company and your journey and the impact that you'll make in the future. And and it's very clear that, you know, what you're doing comes from a good place and you're doing a lot of late nights to, you know, do your contracting job but also bring this life. And I'm just really, really excited to see, you know, what the future holds for Koala Tech.
2: For sure. And also,
0: what was the meaning behind the uh, the name? Do you want to give a little insight into that?
1: (laughs) Oh, no, I don't have... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't do me like that.
1: Don't do that. No, um, essentially, you know, when you look at koalas, they're, they're very chilled out animals, creatures just living on a tree and eating and just chilling. And that was me, you know, two, three years ago. And I was like, you know, what? I love koalas. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to have like a very playful kind of like young and modern kind of name to it. Mm. Um, so it's kind of like representative of this lazy animal um, because, you know, you know, you could hire the smartest person in the world to do a job, but sometimes the lazy people are the ones who come up with the most innovative solutions because they want to get the job done quicker. So.
0: <laughs> 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 and every time we used to do um, uni work and stuff, Nad used to always be the last one to submit it. <laughs> he used to put all nighters and still get, like, yeah same or better grades than us and it's like how do you how does this guy do it but yeah I'm glad that you took that part of your identity to work on the next part of who you are right because that that is always going to be you (laughs) (laughs) you're always going to be a koala but you're using it in a good uh, light so I love that and it represents you for sure no offense
2: <laughs>
0: I <getting> on thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so exciting and i guess like you know we touched on the legacy part and the things you want to do in terms of yeah being a role model for your siblings but also wanting to give back to somalia and the country around the infrastructure and yeah also a recent venture with koala tech like that's just one of the streams and it's going to evolve and i think that gives like a high level summary into your legacy and i think that you know summarizes you to a t and nothing surprises me there once again <laughs> yeah. because i've seen you grow Which- for the last yeah. six, seven years um and yeah this is just the beginning right so thank you for sharing that no it was all
2: good
0: and yeah so the final question of the podcast now is actually recommendations and i think i mentioned to you on the email as mm. well like any recommendations from a book ted talk podcast from a self-development point point yeah. of view that's really worked for you that you want to share with the people listening
1: for sure um I'm not really much of a reader, <laughs> you see, in the bookshelf, there's about eight books on there, which are non-fictional. Um, but in terms of, <laughs> you know, learning from others and, you know, people that you can kind of like look up to whatever field you may be in. Um, one person, I guess, who's kind of like giving me a kick in the butt is, is Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. I mm. um, I listened to his, you know, podcast and, you know, his YouTube videos like religiously back in the days. Mm. and everything that guy is
0: so passionate isn't he oh my
1: god like the energy like he has it's just remarkable to kind of like oozes through the screen doesn't it exactly and it, it kind of motivates you like he's like that type of parent who you didn't have who will tell it to you straight doesn't know it doesn't give a f about your feelings he's like get <laughs> off your backside and go do it you will keep making excuses um that's definitely one person i'd recommend and mm. Gary V. Yeah, go check him out if you can. If you already don't know him, Um, Grant Cardone, um, more um, from a business setting. He's, I guess, a real estate investor from America who's kind of like built this empire. And he's also like a motivational speaker from Mm. you know telling people on how to you know start their businesses and you know what things you can do differently in your life to achieve your goals. Mm -hmm. And Gary, sorry, Grant Cardone.
0: Can't I, I remember you told me about like um yeah. he talked about how houses are actually yeah an investment right
1: exactly um so the, the his whole philosophy is like cash means F all assets is more important um you can obviously create liquidity from your assets you know mm. if you have and people pay rent you know you can get cash that way but at the end of the day it's the assets that you own is more important because.
2: Mm.
1: That's what people look for in life, um, so yeah, for sure. Because Gary Vee is very inspirational, motivational, but also very chaotic. Um, the way he, you know, people he, he will, he yeah, like yeah,
0: swears
1: He's, he might offend you. Um, Gary, <laughs> yeah, Grant Cadone, on the other hand, is, is the same kind of like understanding of business, but kind of like portraying it in a different view. So, if you're more like professional, corporate, whatever it may be, Grant Caddo might be the choice, in yeah. Terms of Uh, One other one I'd recommend for sure, I guess most people know about him, Simon Sinek, um, Mm. who talks about, you know, the purpose of life and finding meaning in your life and all that.
0: Start with the why.
1: (laughs) Start with the why for sure. If you know your why, you you know, everything changes because a a lot of people look at life and say, oh, I have this goal I want to achieve. But sometimes you need to take a step back and understand why do you want to achieve that goal you know mm. what's the purpose behind it and everybody's why is different um, mm. so yeah the journey I guess is more important for me personally than mm. the end goal like the end goal is the objective the goal that you want to achieve you know the mm. motivation but every day you know doing that thing it's you know you have to be happy and if you know your why your purpose then every day will be a little bit more easier.
0: Mm, i think the why is so important because going back to what we said around problem solving right that was your key driver and we were going to have problems in our life whether we like it or not and that's just part of life and part of the journey and i think if you know your why even if you're faced with problems you won't be you won't give up and i think it builds that resilience in a way because you're like yes it's going to be hard but it's a reminder why you're doing what you're doing. And I think this can be reflected back in uni, right? When we had those late nights and things were hard and things didn't work out and you forget, you, you feel like giving up at times, but then you remind yourself the why, like why you're there and to get that degree. But I think one thing I have reflected on is the journey was so much more important. Like the la, the paper at the end, was great to have but it's the growth i had and the people that we met like our core group of friends and the memories that we made you can't buy that shit you know you can't you can't make that up like you need to go through it so i think it's interesting how you know going back to what you said it's like yes you need to have the purpose and the why but the most rewarding part is what's going on at the moment and i think that's this is very reflective to what you're doing with koala tech your new venture and also for me after sundays right yes you've got those long-term goals but i'm loving where i am at the moment you know i'm loving the progress i'm loving the growth and i know for a fact that when i make it whatever that means i'm gonna love this bit more than the made it phase for sure because Mm -hmm. with the that you have something to look forward to right every morning you're like you've got that drive to work towards something and yeah like, I mean you, I didn't it feels much better there.
1: when you get there it feels much better when you know you've worked hard for it rather than it being handed to you on a platter essentially exactly uh, it definitely makes a huge difference and, yeah. I, and on that point the journey itself finding people like yourself for me you know to hold you accountable and you know you know, you can have yourself to hold you accountable but sometimes you're going to become a bit complacent Suck. you're going to so, be a koala <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a koala <laughs> a koala with no motivation. <laughs> um, but for sure having someone in your life, whether it's a mentor, a friend, a parent, someone close to you, just to hold you accountable, to make sure that not you know, to tell you off when you're mm. not doing what you wanna do, but to kinda like make sure you're on the right track and stay on track because um, it's it's all about progression and you know, keeping, you know, the keeping wheels going yeah
0: yeah and and the best part is when you are you know you start dreaming big and you start having those goals you attract those people and you let go of people that don't think in your level and that's just how life works right the 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 people around you are going to be similar to you similar Mm -hmm. mindset and the people that don't aren't on your level you naturally drift apart so thankfully the way life works is that once you you know, do what you love and you and you you know, you're happy where you are, you start attracting those people and opportunities and it's that, you know, win win bubble that
2: yeah.
0: will where you just look around and you're happy where you are with the people that you want to be around. And I think that's the most rewarding part of for sure. Life, right?
1: Yeah. And if you're not happy where you are, change your scenery, change yeah. the people around you. And sometimes it's hard, you know, cutting out friends, even family to some extent, you know, who mm don't kind of like not that they wish bad on you but they kind of hold you back
2: mm.
1: but you know, sometimes you have to put yourself first then other people have different goals in life and your goals don't line up and where you want to be then you have to evaluate those things
0: mm. I think you need to be the judge of what you want to prioritize and I think that goes back to what you recommended earlier on around priorities mm-hmm. what you're willing to risk what you're not willing to risk and I think Perry said it on our episode it's like moving away from energy that no longer serves you yeah, I think that's such an important quote. um And yeah, naturally, you you move away from people, relationships, events, places that no longer serve you, right? Because you evolve and you need people to keep up with you. And if they can't, that's on them. You need to go yeah. off and do your thing. So that makes complete sense.
1: Yeah, and stay humble whilst you do it. Don't <laughs> think you're too good to where you came from. Always remember where you started. Of course. And for sure. Coming back to Bristol, you know. It, 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 like, cause I was living in London for three years and then came back to Bristol, and it's just like, oh
2: yeah, it like,
1: you. yeah, like mm. you kind of like look back and you're like, oh wow, but yeah, yeah. Don't where you started, and, because sometimes that that might be the reason why you started, because maybe you lived in a shit neighborhood and you're like, outside of this, I want to you know live in Chelsea, London, like. Mm but then you go back and you realize, oh shit, this is where it all began. So Mm. don't, you know, if you're going to leave a legacy, like you mentioned, remember where it actually starts.
0: Mm, That's very true. That is very true. I hadn't looked at it in that way. And yeah, I think being around your nan or like your family really humbles you because, you know, no matter if you were the CEO or all of this, like they're always going to treat you the same. And I think that's the beauty of being around your loved ones. It's like whether you are, a cleaner or the CEO of the company they're going to treat you exactly the same and I think obviously every single role has its place in the society and in the company um, but I think being around people that humbles you is also very 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 important because you can't yeah. let it get to your head and for
1: sure And you gotta remain grateful as well because like mm. you talk about the sacrifices we're making in our life compared to you know your parents and my parents the sacrifice they made it's non-existent Crazy. you can't uh,
0: ever repay them can you no exactly
1: no. So, what
0: we can do is make the most of our opportunities for sure make them proud that's the one and make yourself <laughs> proud too don't forget about yourself <laughs> 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 amazing well thank you so much Nad for all the insight i mean that brings us to the end of the podcast and I think you know even coming in I knew this was going to be a good chat and I I always you know we always have these conversations and I'm just so glad that we got to capture it on the podcast and for other people to kind of get to know you on a deeper level and and talk about your ordinary towers and extraordinary dreams and it's just been very refreshing to hear about what drives you and everything that you said like it's just you to a t and nothing kind of shocks me or surprises me Um, And I'm just really excited to see your growth and things you'll achieve in the future. And obviously we'll always be in each other's lives to see each other grow and and kind of celebrate each other's successes as well. So thank you for being on the podcast and also for being you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me and uh, thank you for being so supportive and definitely look forward to see where you go with Self-Deaf Sundays. You know, like going back like a year or two back, you know, you wanted to, you know, do this mentoring thing and, you know, provide you know aspects to people's life that they wouldn't see otherwise and you've actually gone ahead and actually ex- executed it and you're doing it right now and you know your podcast has taken off and you've had so many guests on you're going to have bigger guests and you know more information and knowledge shared across your mm. you know domain which is really good so well yeah. done for
0: that thank you so much mate and yeah i mean like i always say this is just the beginning
2: for sure <laughs> a, lot <laughs> come,
0: a lot to come yeah all right thank you so much again nad and watch out for the episode
2: Cheers.
0: thank you guys once again for listening to another episode of the podcast hope you guys found it as enjoyable as i did recording it and if you want to share some feedback or show some support feel free to follow me on at self sundays with a double s on instagram and i look forward to catching you same time next week thank you bye